It's Monday, it's morning, and it's macabre. Welcome, children. <laughs> Hello there, children. <laughs> Hello there, children. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where Scones and Darcy, me being Darcy, that being Scones, uh, talk about spooky stuff. And uh, you listen, and you rate it five stars, and then you close your laptop and go back to bed. Like and subscribe. That's how it works. Um, so, Scones... Yeah. What a wild weekend, am I right? Absolute wild weekend, brother. Tell me about your wild weekend. Well, you were on vacation, no? I yes. My uh my uh partner, uh girlfriend oh, I don't know what's she... the cool thing to call your sig- your significant other uh, these kind days? of like half heartedly saying girlfriend sounds like a good one. Uh you boo thing. Like yeah, your boo thing. So uh not to brag. I actually just brought up this discussion just to flex, but Yeah, yeah. Uh, we <laughs> Scones wants everyone to know <laughs> that he has a Charleston, booth South Carolina. Yeah, I'm straight and I drink beer. <laughs> uh uh we went to Charleston, South Carolina, so got back Saturday night, just been chilling. It was cool, but man, oh man, I look at the news and Dars. Oh no. Billy Joel. Billy Joel like, Osmond. You know when he wrote like we didn't start the fire. Dude, he's gotta yeah. write a follow-up because shit's happening. It's happening. The COVID virus, apparently, the Department of Energy, for some reason, is like, I know where that came from. And wait, they, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I did not hear this. So you know how China was like, oh, it was an accident in like the water markets in Wuhan? Yeah, sure. So over the weekend, the Department of Energy got bored of not having like stuff to do. Social media They're like, we figured presence. out potential. We figured out kinetic. <laughs> oh, we've been sitting here on our ass for like... <laughs> <laughs> they were like, our Instagram needs to blow up. So let's start some drama. So we rented like, a private plane. <laughs> Absolutely confident now that it was a leak from a lab in Wuhan, like a virology lab. Yeah, and so China's like, no you. What about balloons, though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we got balloons <laughs> shooting down, and then like Russia and Ch- oh, dude, Billy Joel, dude, Billy Joel, started baby. singing about some world events. Billy, we're missing uh, William Joelstein, Joe DiMaggio. Um, so. Did in Charleston, South Carolina? Did you go to any? Uh, I don't know. What are what are South Carolina um, things? So is that south was, enough to have hoedowns? Yes, okay. I was. It's pretty fucking south. <laughs> and, it's uh, way more south than here. It, it is more south than you'd be comfortable around. But it, uh, no, like their houses are like colorful in the city, and then the barbecue's <laughs> good, and then. Uh, you're real, uh, you I went, can really spin a yarn. <laughs> we went to like the flooded forest swamp thing from the notebook. The flooded, fo- oh yeah, like the get in the so water. That, so that would that in the you patron with Mel Gibson were both nice. filmed down there. No, nice. he doesn't talk about in the notebook favorite. at all that there's a ton of alligators. Like he would not be yelling <laughs> at her to get in the right, water. He'd be like, get out of the water because <laughs> crocodiles. But it's cool. Like we just like get in a rowboat. They just give it to you. You don't have to sign anything. There's no life jackets. They're like there's no insurance. <laughs> just like, Here's bro, the South Carolina. Fucking get get to it. Literally. And then there's like paddle. Just don't fuck up. <laughs> there's alligators in there. Yeah. You flipped, there's just like done. Floor is lava. Look, <laughs> you just look next to you and there's just fucking alligators. They're just and like, like hey, this is sick. That's so cool, dude. It was so rad. Swamps should be the national landmark. Just uh, the craziest all swamps. thing. The thing that I couldn't believe. So we're both from southeastern Massachusetts. People don't think about it this way, but there's a lot of swamps. Yes, and there is. Hockamock Swamp. When we were in South Carolina, the swamp, one, did not smell. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say like the swamp one. <laughs> like it was us versus no. the swamp. I fought the swamp, the swamp and the I was swamp punching one. it in the water. <laughs> no, uh, it did not smell at all. Interesting. It smelled good, if anything. It smelled oh. like flowers. Ooh. And two, there was no mosquitoes. Swamp? And I don't know what oh happened God, or swamp. what kind of magical aura that place has. The Crocs, dude. The Crocs are eating mosquitoes, dude. And, dude, the guy handing out Lean. the paddles is the most alligator guy you can imagine. Oh, He's, like, super old with a cowboy hat and was like... So you're like... You can see why, like, Swamp... What are, what's that show called? Swamp People? <laughs> what's the Swamp People yes. show? Actually, the 1982 uh, Swamp Thing uh, was also filmed there. Yeah. Oh. A lot of places filmed... A lot, a lot of, of really pristine uh, like, Swamp. A lot of movies... Uh, uh, Probably some of the top swamp movies ever made. Yeah, you name a swamp movie, 90, 99% chance it happened in Charleston, South Carolina. What do you think of the best swamp movies? Oh, let's talk about it. First, okay. first one that comes to mind. Um, Creature uh, from the Black Lagoon's like the OG, right? Uh, the Goosebumps episode, Werewolf of Fever Swamp. That's a good one, too. Um, but yeah, Creature from the Black Lagoon's probably like the one that really brought swamps to, to the forefront. <laughs> to the silver screen. Uh Apparently, uh, the Patriot, the Notebook, <laughs> the Patriot, the Notebook, Magic, the Gathering, Land Cards, uh, uh, Anaconda with Ice Cube. I, that was the one I originally had thought of before I thought of Werewolf of Fever Swamp, but I couldn't remember the mm -hmm. name, so I passed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just honesty. Swamp People, of course, uh, and then probably swamp like Thing, nineteen eighty-two. Um, I mean, I think Squawks are going to be bringing Swamps back too. You think there's going to be Swamp Squawks? I think Swamp Swamps and in Swamp Scott are going to be. Wow. A, a real Filled on location on location of Swamp Scott, Swamp Squats. <laughs> I think I think that's good. Uh <laughs> that that <laughs> fucking that script writes itself. Easy, baby. Uh and uh yeah, that's the uh that's the that's the news. <laughs> and that's the news. And that's the news. Stars, I'm sure you had an amazing weekend, right? Oh man. I got contacts last week. Finally figured out how to put them in my eyeballs after the. It, it, spent, it took like forty five minutes. I don't know if we talked about this yet on the pod, but uh, figured that out. So I'm now. I, I went to YouTube and watched a bunch of YouTube videos and learned how to do it. And that is amazing because I, I wish I had that when I first got contact. Back lenses. in my day, we didn't have YouTube's. Back, back in my day, you went into the like the high school bathroom and you just yeah dirty like, stabbed your eyes <laughs> dirt came everywhere. out to homeroom like looking like you just fucking yeah. Got conjunctivitis on your way over. I love it. Uh, no, but I'm I'm seeing like a pro now. Uh, wow, is it like a whole new world for you? Yeah, it's. I'll, I'll say something, Darcy. I think you've needed glasses for a long time. I appreciate you saying <laughs> that. Thank you so much. I'm interested to hear I why feel you like say I that. Can remember you? I can feel like I can remember you not seeing stuff or squinting and just putting it off. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. A bit now, well, that's what you do as uh, adult. As a father. <laughs> As a father, visions for the birds, dude. My brother <laughs> and my dad nothing have... Nothing better when you're a father than putting stuff off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why do you think whiskey was invented, dude? You just sit, you sip on whiskey, and you put things off. That's the fatherly way. Now, my brother and my father both have had glasses like their entire lives. But they, I was like... They uh, kill it, too. They look great in them. I was like, you think I'm going to be the varsity captain of uh, the high school basketball team with glasses? Hello? You can't do it can't do it not allowed to so i didn't the the rec specs guy has to be like a role player just get rebounds exactly exa it's literally a, a four or a five he's getting rebounds he's outlet passing and that's his he's a little husky job. maybe <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh so i uh 
I was like, let's forego the whole fixing my vision until yes. I've had my, my my everything is settled in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I have a home, I've got a wife, I've got kids, <laughs> like I've got a job. So the real question yeah. Are you are you skating by with a license, a driver's license that does not say you need corrective lenses? You know what's really funny is me and my me and my wife both got the uh, contacts, and when the mm-hmm. the optometrist was like, "Hey," to my wife was like, "Hey," doing like the test to to figure out like what her what her you know score was or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> it's got <laughs> a, good a prescription, yeah. See if she got like an Did A you or win? B. Did you beat her? Uh, yeah. So I got the high score actually. There's like a leaderboard and there's ten names, and I was AAA. <laughs> uh, and so she got the the optometrist was like. Do you have on your license that it says that you like you know you can't see legally? <laughs> You're legally not allowed to see. And she's like, no. And she's like, oh, you should because you shouldn't be driving. Like you're like legally blind. Yeah. And so yeah, I was probably in there too. But if you, you I've never your, not had that on my license. So. <laughs> you can. They literally asked me. They're like, do you wear glasses? I was like, no. And they didn't test me. And I was like, okay, because I feel like I should lose i should fail this test but just, always winning hashtag so <laughs> you just alpha your optometry yeah, basically was like mm, i don't think you know who i am <laughs> and she was like oh you're right and then you just put on your varsity jacket and he was, I was like, oh, like i'm so sorry i'm a big deal in romanian prisons <laughs> he's uh, like what are you doing with this nerd like <laughs> pointing at jenny while holding his hand up <laughs> uh so anyway scones i've got a sizable article here so i'm gonna Cut to Heck the chase. Yeah, Wait, didn't, didn't you have a meeting at noon? No, no, no. I had a meeting at 11 that I had to Oh, okay. Now. I no. thought we had another one. I was like, <laughs> okay, we should yeah. stop now. <laughs> Talking about eyes. So this is a uh, listener suggestion. Uh, shout out to Ghost Girl, a.k.a. Skeletra. Oh, Skeletra. Uh, She's like long one time. of the long-time listener, long-time OG, OG. submitter. I believe Patreon? I believe maybe maybe not. Who cares? Because we so love if you're a listener uh, and uh, you don't know what Skeletra's life is like, it's sick because she has <laughs> like a, another season's worth of Monday Morning Macabre content. Wow, on what a what a you should sell cars to people who can't afford them. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking of making a buck off people's lack of money. You know what? I'm thinking of going up to people with the highest debt and saying, "Hey, yeah, 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 you yeah, want yeah. some more of that? <laughs> hey, you like interest rates? Is that America's built on it, fits, baby, baby?" Okay, so today we're gonna be talking about how Gilles Deroux went from fighting alongside Joan of Arc to murdering children. Okay, hold on, I gotta take off my hat for this one. All right, my hat was getting very uncomfortable under my headphones. Okay, well, did you slick your hair back? <laughs> No, I think I might need to wait and see these skeletons <laughs> show me how to do it. All right, skeletons, go. All right, we're back. Hey. Um, so yeah, Gilles Deroux, but G I L L E S D E R A I S. He is French, as you can tell by my incredible <laughs> accent work. I yeah, gotta call him French. People are gonna get mad at us for making silly French voices. Well, maybe the like French Monty voices, Python I'm level. Tr- I'm genuinely. I looked up how to pronounce his name so that I could say it like that. But I'm just gonna call him Gilly for the rest of the show because it's way easier. 
No, uh, I I tried too. I looked up how to go. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how they say every word. Yeah, no, again, it's the entire it's language. Like just Monty Python level French yes. accents. <laughs> so, French nobleman Gilly is remembered both as a war hero and as a serial killer who was executed for killing more than 100 children in the early 1400s. That really makes you, that's pretty woke, Darcy. That makes you think. Hashtag. Like, one person's war hero is another person's serial killer, you know? Honestly. Honestly. So, history, it's written by the winners, and it turns yes. out. I love winners. Turns out all I do is win. Yes. Uh, no matter what, which is funny. And so I've rewritten the entirety of history into a seven-part encyclopedia that I will ship to you for a small fee. You know what's funny? History was written by Clown. the winners. Yeah. But like, I feel like as we move forward, we're looking back at history and seeing how the winners were a lot of times awful and like they're just losers <laughs> in disguise yeah, yeah, yeah. it should be <laughs> like history awful job writing it they yeah. need better pr people <laughs> history is written by big douches um so the early life of gilly gilly d gilly d was born in gilles de montmorens i'm not even gonna fuck he was born oh, in a place yeah he was born in a place in 1404 you were about to blow my mind with some Frenchness. I'm going to hit it with like the real like white American way to do it. Champtoke, yeah. sir lawyer, France. <laughs> I like their French toast. Uh, he was the son of nobles and was raised in the area of race in the western French region of Brittany. Of course, Stars has to bring race into this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was a bright child who wrote illuminated manuscripts, learned military tactics, and spoke fluent Latin. Tragedy struck when DeRace was 10 years old and his father, Guy de Laval, was killed in a hunting accident. The boy may have even witnessed the incident, which was followed within months by the death of his mother. Her cause of death remains unknown. This guy's down bad. Yeah, he's not having a great childhood, which, again, is one of McDonald's triad things. Yeah. Well, actually, it's triad combo order. Yeah. Once we find out that he's peeing his bed, setting things on fire, killing animals, we're off to the races. Uh, raised by his maternal grandfather Jean de Crone, Derez grew up in a prickly and ill grew up into a prickly and ill-tempered young man. His resourceful oh. grandfather was a noted political schemer. Uh, oh, whoa, it, whoa! What? How do I go to uh, school for that? I don't know. You were I didn't know po politicians could be schemers. <laughs> what? Hello. No. Uh, so he managed to marry Derez off to Catherine de Tours of Brittany. And again, I apologize on all these pronunciations, but yeah, just a dinner, Jean Don, and I rolled up as weed. <laughs> yeah, and I got, I got it going, going on. And though the wealthy heiress significantly increased a race's fortune, their union also fated him to war. Uh, he looks just like uh, Farquaad. So thank Lord Farquaad. That's incredible. So that's the best news I've ever heard. <laughs> the Hundred Years' War, as it would come to be known centuries later, had been raging since 1337. It pitted the kings and kingdoms of France against those of England and wouldn't cease until 1453. Imagine just like being in a, like just having a bad guy in your entire life. Your country is just at war with some. I guess Korea. Yeah, was right. Like close your to that, entire. But like, yeah, every every. It's like a like a movie or video game. Yeah, it's like yeah, like Warcraft. War. Like yeah, right. <laughs> there's <laughs> bad guys over there, and they're always gonna be bad, and we're always gonna uh, be we're always them. gonna be in conflict forever. Uh, so, DeRace was wrapped up in the conflict when his new home of Brittany became disputed territory between the kingdoms. 
DeRace's military career is well documented. He would make his mark on the battlefield and become one of the richest and most powerful feudal lords of his time. Ominously, he's like the Jake Paul of military oh, campaigns. Oh, didn't he in just get his head beaten by yeah, Tyson he did. Fury's brother? Is that who it is? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Tyson Fury's little brother. Mike Tyson's furious little brother, dude? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, he did Hell just lose yeah, a match. Dude. I don't know much beyond that, but it was by yeah, split it decision. Was one of the one of the Fury boys, one of those travelers, like uh, Fury boy, pretty much like the the guy like the Abrama Gold. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's essentially that family, but modern day. That's a reference. <laughs> if you get it, you get hey, it. If you get it, you get it. I K Y K. No. If you know, you know. If I Y I Y K Y K. Yes. Ick, ick. So, he would spend much of his time abducting innocent... Ch- okay, <laughs> let me back up a sentence just to Whoa. get the context again. <laughs> he would make his mark on the battlefield and become one of the richest and most powerful feudal lords of his time. Ominously, he would spend much of his time abducting innocent children, with his status shielding him from suspicion for eight years before being caught. Dude, that's... So, the classic. I think about, I think about that with, like... Like how much celebrities and politicians and shit get away with now. Yeah. Well, this is what like suburban Christian moms thinks are happening with celebrities in the modern day. Yes. Like imagine how much rich people got away with back then. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chappaquiddick or whatever. Like, like yeah. That times a thousand. They could do. They they were. Uh, I mean, they were invincible and unstoppable. There was no like news or way to no. know of it going on. They barely had like a like. Yeah, they're, they're like the written word is like still pretty new. Like the printing only like three press, people can read in the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even like even if you can write, it's like well, I can show this to nobody because everyone's illiterate. So, but yeah. So, from war hero to demonic murderer, a classic tale. Yeah. Historical account. The story arc. The I mean the hero's yeah. journey. The hero's journey. Historical accounts describe Gilly D as a fearless and capable fighter. He solidified Gilly. his status in 1429 when the Dauphin, who would later become King Charles VII of France, ordered him to watch over Joan of Arc on the field. As her official protector, a.k.a. Simp, DeRay's had, <laughs> had significant responsibility and rose to the occasion. The two fought bravely in several key battles, including those of Jargou and Pate. They were side by side when the French army rescued the city of Orleans from the English siege in 1429. It proved to be a major turning point in the war and saw DeRay's promoted to Marshal of France and attain invaluable status. Dude, he got France Marshal? Yeah, hashtag France Marshal. Where, what, where is that in the hierarchy? Uh, so it's Brigadier General, <laughs> uh, then it's Marshal of France, then it's... It's Gold Diamond. <laughs> yeah, it's Gold Diamond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he went from Masters to Marshal of France. <laughs> what was his ELO? He France? almost reached Challenger that season, dude. It was sick. <laughs> Uh, Joan of Arc was captured and burned to death by the English on May 30th, 1431. Uh, DeRay forged ahead in his military service and led the French army to a definitive victory over England in 1435. Ominously, he had already been murdering innocent children for three years. Kind of my, it's kind of like very, a lot of, I don't know what the term, like poetic irony here that she was like, we're doing this because God wants us to. And then he's like, yeah, And he's yeah. like, you know what I'm else God wants us to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yikes. Ewe, ewe, ewe. So as Marshall, 
DeRay had been sending his servants to find and abduct peasant children. Could you imagine if your boss was like, hey, dude, uh, love what you're doing. Really uh, <laughs> Show great. <me> initiative. <laughs> yeah, really. I think you're being a great job in managing your team. Uh, just real quick, if you see a tiny, dirty child, <laughs> bring them my way. Just I'll shows me them. that you know how to work uh, in a diverse <laughs> setting <laughs> with different groups. We're a family, and as a family, you know... Uh, bring back all bring the back kids some more find. kids to make the family bigger. We'll get a pizza party. Yeah. <laughs> so, according to trial documents, <laughs> he used secret rooms uh, to bludgeon the kids to death while staring into their eyes. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Not Skeletra, great. take no, it Skelet- easy. Skeletra was like, yo, I got a palate cleanser, boys. Here we go. Yeah, you guys have been getting a little too goofy lately. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring, Talking let's about bring theme it. parks and cryptids and shit. Uh, he then decapitated their bodies and kept their severed heads on display. And here's where it gets super cool. Kissing his favorites from time to time. So people must have been really disillusioned when Joan of Arc was like, we're doing this for all the goodness for God. Yeah. And then you find out Joan of Arc goes away, and then the guy His, who's like, been right-hand man was kissing time. decapitated children's bodies. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's um, not cool. <laughs> I'd say very not chill. Very not chill. Honestly, not pushing pee. And no, he is sounds like a horrifying person. And also, he won all those. How did this get out? <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't uh, the winners write history? Yeah. Well, maybe somebody. Maybe there's a. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> you think there was a little guy? Little guy. Little guy. <laughs> little guy, guy Winnie. So after he retired from military service, his lifestyle grew decadent. Duray squandered a fortune on excess and bad investments. I can't wait to do that someday. I know. Isn't that like that is the American dream? To be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, including a 150-acre or 150-actor play about Joan of Arc in the Siege of Orleans. That's sick. Imagine Which... being that rich that you just put on the craziest fucking yeah, largest like, play. Bro, we're going Broadway with this shit. Just to sit in a theater alone and watch it. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, it's there's that's what power is. <laughs> it's and then just have Shia LaBeouf next to you doing that like clapping. Yeah. Um. Advised by local sorcerers to engage in the occult, he organized rituals involving the human sacrifice and dismemberment of children in hopes of raising demons to reestablish his finances. So this he's is a, one horrifying and two yeah. like fits all of our check boxes for this show. Yep, this guy's the this worst program. <clears throat> so on May fifteenth, fourteen forty, however, Deray and his Derace and his men's and his men's. DeRace and his men abducted a cleric from the church of St. Etienne de Mormorti following a dispute. The bishop of Nantes, I don't know, rapidly launched an investigation which led church officials and lawmen to uncover evidence that DeRace had murdered up to 150 boys over the course of eight years. The irony, again. Yeah, not... (laughs) That the bishop of Atlantis, like, found (laughs) out about this stuff. Yeah, it's uh, uh, not. It's not poggers. I'll say that. Uh, gonna give it a. That's gonna be a not poggers. That's for gonna me. be a. Mm, I don't think so, bud. From me, the trial and execution of yes. Gilly D. So they got him. Oh boy, did they! All right. When as long second, as the, the bad guy loses in the end. Yeah, it's a big L the for evil man for Gilly, which is good. 
When secular lawmen interviewed Gilly D, uh, his Gilly servants, D's? Gilly D's servants, they admitted <laughs> to abducting children for him and that he would, uh, well, just... Yeah, let's do, skip over. Skip that and cut off their heads. Two French clerics testified to Ray's engaged in alchemy and was obsessed with the dark arts and that he used the limbs of his victims for his rituals. Alchemy fascinates me. That yeah. everyone, it was like the mid-level marketing scheme of the Middle <laughs> Ages and everyone bought into well, it. Well, that's the it whole thing. Like, this is like, how you make mo- passive income, brother. Once you become, like, you're like Elon. I'm sure Elon is, like, doing some low-key, like, where's the fountain yeah. of youth type shit. He's like, dirt into gold. Like, yeah, dust into gold. To horses into gold. Live forever and make gold. That's That's what humans do. So several servants from neighboring villages also came forward to testify that their children had gone missing after begging near DeRay's castle. In one instance, a, uh, a, a courier relayed how DeRay's cousin had borrowed his 12-year-old apprentice who was never seen again. While the court initially planned to torture DeRay's into confessing, that was no longer necessary when he admitted to all charges of murder and heresy, uh, and he even confessed to kissing the children. He admitted all of it? Yeah, he just came clean. Uh, he admitted to kissing the children when they were dead and cutting them open to marvel at their organs. So, oh not a great God. guy, as we've already established. Well, he probably thinks he's going to like some like <sighs> super hell where he's like welcomed at this point, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's probably so deep stuff. in the occult. He's like, yo, me and Satan are homies. Let's like, yeah, like I'll fucking jump off the. Uh, thing. You don't yeah. even have to pull the floor up. <laughs> His trial lasted five days and culminated with DeRay's being found guilty of criminal murder and unnatural vice with children. Sentenced to death, he was that executed. That is a reductive yeah. term for yep. how evil that was. Right. Uh, he was executed by hanging and burning on October 26th, the day after Halloween. Uh, no, it's not. That's Christmas. The, the five days before sure Halloween. <laughs> I was like, oh, the calendar was a bit different. <laughs> yeah, they it. didn't go by our calendar. They went by the one in my head. Uh, though his body was saved before the flames entirely reduced it to ash. And although there is no definitive record of how many children he killed, he most believe it was between 100 and 200. So some have asserted, yeah, it could be as high as 600. 600? Back then, isn't that like half the town? Uh, I was going to say, that's a lot of people. They're running Uh, into like the problem like China has now where there aren't enough births or whatever, like the demographics all fucked up. That's so many people. That's a lot of people. Um, So... Was Gilly D a serial killer? Yes. (laughs) Well, hold on. While his guilt has been universally accepted for centuries, and Gilly D even inspired the 1697 Bluebeard fairy tale, some experts have come to question his guilt. Historian Margot K. Juby, the author of Martyrdom of Gilly D, that's, that's the title, I swear, believes the threat of torture was so daunting that DeRace confessed regardless of guilt or possibly mm-hmm. to save himself from excommunication. I mean, I, dude, I will take excommunication in a heartbeat. Well, so back that, like, is this person saying that, like, maybe, like, the church is covering up something and blaming it on him or something? Um, I don't Usurp think... him from power? I could see something like that happening, like, some Game of Thrones level shit where... Right. I mean, it's also one of those things where it's like, at that time, if if they if somebody has decided you're guilty, they're just gonna torture you until you confess. So, oh yeah, more weight kind of thing. Yeah, you're kind of just in. Uh, uh, you're kind of screwed regardless. Um, so 
Margot says, it seems impossibly quaint in the 21st century to read a text that fully accepts the validity of an Inquisition trial with the use of torture. Not only was there no tangible evidence proving de Reyes was guilty, but the Duke of Brittany, who prosecuted the secular case that saw de Reyes convicted, wound up receiving, receiving all the titles to de Reyes's land yep. after his execution. Yeah, I could so, see. Yeah, there could, so there's not great. <laughs> so... There's some uh, there's some sketchy again. Just what, sticky like, sitch. So maybe I was wrong. Maybe the winners did write history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And wrote maybe it this we, way. They hit us with that swirt, swirt, swirt. Uh, so some historians point to this as evidence of a political scheme against a race. And in 1992, a French Freemason went as far as organizing the trial to retry to race fairly. Comprised of French ministers, parliament Dude, that members. That is a risky hill to die on. <laughs> right? You better have your fucking I, yeah. eyes dotted and T's crossed for that one, dude. Because uh, you're going to be known as the guy who defended yeah, right? <laughs> a serial, like. Serial murder, everything, everything <laughs> child vice, sir. Uh, so, comprised of French ministers, parliament, parliament members, and UNESCO experts. The court investigated all available evidence and came back with a verdict of not guilty. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ultimately, the truth. What evidence is there? I. I mean, that's the thing is, there's no physical evidence, so I don't know how. Like, I don't know how. Yeah. Like, what are the like details there? I do not know. Bunch of Latin and shitty drawings in an old book. Yeah. Um, ultimately, the truth remains impossible to know unless further evidence prove, proving or refuting DeRace's guilt comes to life. However, more than 500 years after his death, Gilly D. will likely remain a disputed but prominent figure of French history. So, either he's the worst guy ever or just a dude who had more land than someone else and was uh, taken down. Yeah, could be either. Either way, I'm glad I don't live back then. Yeah. Uh weird all the all the complaints about modern events aside, it's the best time to be a human being. It's <laughs> I mean the locally best of times, that might be different, but like that's true. overall. Overall, in general. It's probably the best time. Maybe like six years ago. <laughs> 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 maybe that's true maybe like throw 2008. it back 2016 <laughs> no actually 2008 was terrible 2006 yeah i was gonna say housing crisis yeah but like we pretty good overall uh so that's gilles deron and uh gina donjon thank you again to scaletra for the the info on that i appreciate you you sent along uh an article as well Oh, uh, shoot. It was a Britannica article. This was the All That's Interesting version of it that was a little more... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I didn't use your Britannica article was because it was a little too short for the pod, so I found we that All That's Interesting did it. We wanted to give you more content. Uh, <laughs> and we know so, the first 10 minutes talking about... I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Swamps, mostly. Doesn't always, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> That's how in and out the, uh, that yeah. first 10 minutes of this podcast it's is a just nonsense. I don't state. remember it by the yep. end of the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, so if you like the pod, leave a review. We appreciate those. Please do. Hit us up on our socials. If you have your own uh, suggestion for us, we appreciate everybody sends them in. And, uh, you know, hit up mondaymorningmacabre.com for uh, Patreon and uh, all that other good stuff. And uh, Scones, do you have any final words for our listeners? 
Uh, have some French toast. You deserve it. You've earned hey, it. It's you not deserve really like it. a, a true double dessert. stack. Oh, a double stack. Double stack. It's a great thing to do if you feel like your bread's getting a little stale. Not moldy. Don't do it when it's moldy. But if your bread's a little stale, maybe. Throw an egg on it. Heat it yeah, up. Yeah, paint eggs on it and then just <laughs> eat it in there. Make an egg painting and then swallow it whole. Uh, I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>